Hello everyone and welcome back to the Empower You radio show. Today, I want to spend some time talking about leadership. The title of the show, Leadership. What is it and what makes good leadership? I'm not sure if any of you know, but I'm actually really, I actually really, really enjoy discussing leadership and effective leadership and also reading about leadership. Leadership is a hot topic these days. And leadership is evolving and changing all the time. One leader I look to all the time is an author and speaker, Dr. Henry Cloud. Dr. Cloud has some great insight into effective, modern leadership. That's the key here modern leadership and ways to lead people today. Many of the concepts and philosophies of leadership that I discuss and that I'll discuss today come from his books and his lecture. Dr. Henry Cloud is easily found. Just Google him and look for some of his videos on YouTube. And you can also go check out his website and purchase his books. They're awesome. Some of my mentors who have influenced my leadership include both professors, athletic trainers, and coaches. The list is as follows, with no particular rank or rhythm. I just want to give some recognition to them. Andy Smith from Canisius College, Dr. Carl Maticola, who is our leader at the University of Kentucky, now a dean, an athletic trainer that is a dean at UNC Greensboro. Darren Fisk, head strength coach at St. Bonaventure, really influential to me in my young career as a strength coach. He really taught me a lot of things coming from the strength coach side. Also, Coach Sudbrook, from the, the, he's the head baseball coach at St. Bonaventure. Then, Coach Mike Bianco, the head baseball coach for Ole Miss, he taught me a ton. And someone who really took my hand and mentored me and showed me some really great effective leadership styles was Tim Mullins. He's the retired head athletic trainer for Ole Miss. And I can't not mention his father as well. Leroy was an influential person at Ole Miss for so long. Just, he started athletic training when athletic training began. And he really built the program at Ole Miss. And I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with him. But the time that I did spend with him while he was retired at Ole Miss was definitely valuable. Another person, Noel Durfee. He's now the head strength coach at Duke. He was at Ole Miss with me. And then I have to mention someone by the name of Dr. Ed Field. Dr. Field was the ortho surgeon at the time that I worked at Ole Miss. I cannot say enough about his warm and friendly spirit and also taking me 
a young northerner under his wing and teaching me so much about soft relationships and conversations and life lessons just out on his house and just around the state of Mississippi. I truly love him and I miss him a ton. And he might be one aspect of Oxford, Mississippi I continually miss from day to day. One of my strongest professional and personal mentors is Mark Larson. I can almost guarantee if you really listen to the show, you can hear me mention him a bunch. He works at Boston University, and he's just someone who I've connected with and been connected to for so long. He was my boss, and now he's just a good personal friend, and I continually reach out to him. Some others include Larry Venice and Jen Chanbird. They're both from BU as well. And I cannot leave out Dr. Douglas Camot from BU also. Well, now a full Boston College guy, but we won't hold that against him. So let's get into a definition. What is leadership? Well, when we look at the definition, it's kind of vague. I mean, it tells us what exactly. It says, the action of leading a group of people or an organization. But leadership is so much deeper than that these days. But what really makes a good leader? Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Personally, I feel I've been blessed with both good and bad in my career. And that's really cool because the bad is just as influential as the good because it's, it's a blessing because it shows you how you don't want to treat people and how you don't want to lead. As you build your resume and work in different organizations, you find different leaders. Some of the best leaders I've had knew me, knew how to communicate with me, and also allowed me to drive the area of my passion and interest to help the organization advance. Some of the poor leaders that I've had did not communicate well, even though on my end, you know, yes, continuing to push to communicate. They used information that I'd share in professional confidentiality against me. Yes, yes. This could be a simple mistake made as a new hire and learning the system and then reporting me to a higher up and using the mistake against me. Or looking to your leader for help and guidance to make a hard decision in patient care, then use the fact that I came to them for help against me to say I was not educated well enough to continue with a particular job. The fact is, that was not the case. I was just looking to talk shop and discuss options. All right, so let's get back to the good stuff. So what makes up a good leader? Again, I say follow Dr. Henry Cloud, and I feel that his four corners of leadership are wonderful. And I have a lot of, I've had a lot of success with them in leadership positions I have held in my 20 years as an athletic trainer, strength coach, and business owner, and now business owner, podcast host, and also mentoring 
professionals build thriving businesses, brick and mortar, and both also majority of the time for me is working with building online businesses. Plus, these four corners can translate to working directly with patients and clients as well, like I had just mentioned. These are the aspects of leadership I use and enjoy. So, let's get to it. Four corners of leadership. Number one gives the title safe. And what I mean by that is peers feel safe to share thoughts and ideas. Safe to work hard and not be judged. Right? A safe environment to be themselves. Number two goes into feeling understood. Peers feel understood. We understand their positive attributes as a person and professional. As a leader, we take the time to understand their hopes, dreams, and aspirations. When our peers feel understood, and when we get to know them, this then allows us, as leaders, to use the gentle art of persuasion when discussing challenging tasks. And you'll notice I use the word peers because when I'm in a leadership position, I'm not looking down on anyone and saying, you're working for me. And this is something Mark Larson used to say all the time as well. But we are working together. Let's move on to number three. Number three is being supported. That is exactly what you need. And some of the best organizations I have been in have the leader supports their staff. So let's get into exactly what I mean when I'm saying supported. Peers are supported in the decisions they make and the paths they choose. Supported. I think this is so huge with being a leader. Remember how I mentioned in the past at an organization I worked at and my leadership reported me? It was just and there was, there was no support. That support wasn't there, and it wasn't even anything that was to be reported. It was just me looking to discuss and talk about a situation and gain support. Number four is being accountable and setting peers free to do their job. Making a person accountable for their actions, actually what I find, really sets them free to be successful in their job. It lets them really just take a task and get after it and really let their passion thrive. There's a flip side of it too, where you make them accountable and you understand if the task doesn't get done or it's just not as well done as the organization would like and the group would like, then you're getting to know the person. And, you know, you figure out that that might not have been the, most, the, the best job for them. So we have to make people accountable. And nine times out of ten, it's going to set that person free, like I had said, and go ahead and let them really succeed in their position. As the top leader, we must also have a plan to work with fellow senior leaderships positions 
or guiding a department towards success. These are the areas I feel drive a successful department, company, and leader. A leader must have vision. We as leaders must have a strong vision of the desired future state. And then also making sure the vision is known to all the stakeholders. I cannot tell you enough where in a large organization where I've had a past experience with, where the vision just gets lost in these multiple layers of so-called leadership. And why not just directly communicate it to all the stakeholders directly? If your departmental heads of a department on an organization is a major stakeholder, then the CEO or the owner or whoever it may be at the very top should be communicating directly to the stakeholders. It's just really simple communication so everyone stays on the same page. Next, a leader must engage the talent. A leader must engage all areas of the senior leadership talent. We cannot hold back any areas of specialty to reach the vision we have for the department. Engaging the talent means we must understand our peers and allow them to help reach the vision. We have to have a relationship. We have to know our peers and engage the talent. Let the people that are passionate about certain areas really get after it and take care of it. Next, a leader must execute a strategy. We must execute and plan a strategy for success to reach the vision. And the strategy must be known to all stakeholders. This is really critical when we have a new client or just a thriving client when we're business coaching them. We help develop a strategy. We lead them and help develop a strategy to have a successful business. And then they must execute the plan to have success. Again, we must execute and plan a strategy for success to reach the vision. That is what it's all about, executing a strategy and a plan. Next, a leader must have measurement and accountability. We must have a way to measure and be accountable as we work towards our vision. We have to know where we are at in the quest to acquire our vision. We have to track. We have to find the elements that are what we want to track that will determine if we're continuing to head towards our vision. Next, a leader must fix and adapt to what we find. We have to have the ability to adapt to what we are finding. If we are finding we are off course, we have to know and adapt to achieve our vision. So there you have it. These are the areas of leadership I personally strive for with all of my clients and that I have worked 
in the past when I've been a department head at a few organizations. All right, everyone. That about wraps up the time we have for today's episode. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday for another episode of Mindset Monday. Please take this info shared today and get after your desire to live your dreams. You've been listening to the Empower You radio show with Eric Gann, where we empower you through education. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. You can find us at EmpowerYouOnlineCoaching.com and also follow us on Facebook at Empower You Online Coaching. Finally, go follow our Instagram account at Empower You underscore radio show for all the latest updates on fresh new episodes.